0: Welcome to Help from Future
1: Self. <laughs> it's another episode of your favorite podcast. We hope. Help from Future Self, the conversational Keyforge podcast by and for seasonal Keyforge friends. My name is Santa Gruen, and I am joined this week, as always, by my pal, my St. Nicholas, my very personal pal. It's Coach Boulevard Paper Fight. What's happening, Blake?
0: Yo, what's going on, man? Are you feeling the season? I not expecting that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you and I had been talking a little bit about doing something a little bit special. We both celebrate Christmas. Uh, Big shouts out to anybody who does not celebrate the holiday. Uh, But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that I think is tradition for you and myself and our families. And so we Mm -hmm. thought it'd be fun to do something a little themed around that uh, for this week's episode. And uh, we sort of came up with the idea of doing, since this is the season of giving, talking about Things that have been given to the KeyForge community and ways that we can give to the KeyForge community. So it's not going to be all about receiving presents. So it's all be about uh, the presents that you can give and that have been given to the community by others. Are you excited to have this chat, Blake?
0: Oh, super excited, man! Such a great time to do this.
1: Yes, absolutely. And a fun bit of synergy, because when uh, this idea sort of got pitched, you were already talking to some folks about a very cool and very giving new initiative that's just getting off the ground now for the game of Keyforge, and one that could see benefits for the game and to new players as well as established players alike. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Project Reforge?
0: Yes, so this is the, the child of the one and only sky jedi if you do not know who he is uh you actually do you're just not aware of it so sky jedi is one of the people who uh basically created the archon matrix that is existent in all of the Keyforge discords in some way or another if you're looking up a deck and seeing the stats from hitting the name in the Discord, and it shows the Archon card and all that, that is Sky Jedi's work. He has a very strong imprint on the game for us in the online sense. He helps work on stuff on TCO. Uh, He's a great pal of mine, and uh, I know he's been talking to Zach as well from Call of Discovery, who will also be talking about this. So if if we get some things wrong, they will definitely get all the things right. So make sure you're listening to their episode coming up as well, because this idea is something that both of us Uh, When I say both of us, I mean Call of Discovery and Help from Future Self are championing because we think this is going to be an essential part of making the game become the next thing. Like we're we're at a point where it's a little bit more challenging, but it doesn't mean we can't get more people into the game. And guess what? We all have the resources to make this happen. And I'm going to tell you why.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited by this because this is a thing that you and I have talked about so many times on this podcast in personal conversation. It's twofold.
0: Mm hmm. It's true. Yeah. So what we're going to be getting into here is that uh, we need to uh, realize that we all have a bulk of decks. That's the truth. We all have decks we don't play. And we have a lot of decks that uh, are not trashed by any sense of the word. It's just we have so many that some don't get the love as a result. And we have some great ways that we utilize those in tournaments and stuff. But there's a lot that don't even get used in that way. And if you've at any point bought a starter deck Uh, starter pack, sorry, at uh, any given time, you most likely acquired some of those cardboard tokens as well that you probably uh, upgraded or have an excess of. Well, this is the time now to look at those and uh, repackage kind of like a starter set for other people who want to get into the game. And the idea is we're going to really launch this uh, strongly. uh, Sky Jedi has the plan for the first bit of January to do like the official launch. But in the meantime, I'm here to just get the idea in your head to start preparing for this. So what this means is... We want you to basically take like three or four decks. We haven't fully ironed out that exact number, but it has to be more than two is what we do know. Uh, So packs of three or four, so that people have an option to kind of have that rock, paper, scissors quality and see what's what. And uh, ideally not have too many overlapping houses so they get to experience all the different uh, great things that Keyforge has to offer in that sense. And just kind of create these these little starter bundles. And there's going to be a document that can be Like, put in it, you can put a little card that you can print out, which will have a bunch of links to resources. Uh, Some of the things we're going to be talking about today that exist are going to be those resources. There's going to be rules, people you can reach out to, the communities that exist if they want to find more, all that great stuff to help people get into the game. But the idea is you want to basically take these to your local game stores. That's the idea is create these little starter packs and talk to, especially if you have a relationship with the owners. They're like, hey, we know you carry Keyforge. And it may be hard to get people into the game just as a starter, but we have these for you to give to people who you think might be interested in the game in the hopes that they're going to come back and want to buy more decks because there is that collecting process of it. And these decks are not going to be the top tier. It's just going to be a great introduction into the game. And so... That's what Project Reforge is, is to try and take our excess decks that we're not playing, that aren't total trash, that we have think like middle-of-the-road decks that we're not using, but we can provide these kind of little starter kits in a way. And, it's, and I think two decks that you get in the normal starters is great, but if you happen to open one that's not good and the other one's really good, it actually creates this, uh, you may not like it, especially if you're like, oh, this is your deck and this is my deck then one deck and that imbalance, and people may not understand that, it's going to create a kind of feels bad. So this, by having three or four decks, is going to actually create an uh, opportunity to play multiple decks and see different matchups as well, which is really going to be a positive thing. And uh, that's even something else, and that's going to take more work to go this far, but if you're interested and want to go to this level, you can even test matchups and see, oh, is this deck, one deck, steamrolling another? And so you can just keep that in mind, and there will be some resources to come that will help sustain and also support this concept so stay tuned for that sky jedi i'm sure we'll have that and he will most likely share with us as well as the folks at call of discovery so you'll have many ways to be aware of these resources as they become available and basically the idea is that you can now start putting these decks together start finding those extra tokens you have and creating little bundles that you think will be the appropriate amount for two people to share and learn the game of keyforge that's the idea here so start putting those decks together start figuring out how you want to give back to your uh, lgs and to the community as a whole by getting rid of those excess decks so just put that thought into your mind stay tuned for more information as it develops on how we can really do this at a high level with high success
1: I love this initiative, and the thing I love the most about it is that as much it's you giving away something from your own collection, you're not only giving a gift to the Keyforge community, you're going to be reaping the benefits from it. Because as we all know, when a game is healthy, when there's lots of players, when there's people investing money in your local game stores, which then encourages those game stores to hold more events and more tournaments, and have there be more Keyforge things available for you— That's going to be a positive in the grand scheme of things. Um, It's no mystery or, you know, uh, secret that things are, you know, I'm not going to say rough for KeyForge right now, but they're in a state where we can't have actual real organized play in the way that we were very accustomed to up until the start of the pandemic. Chances are we aren't going to see real organized play come back in a major way for quite some time still. So I think this is the time for us to lay low and start looking at what we can do so that when... Things start happening again. What can we do to ensure that there is a a nice, easy entryway for new players who want to get into the game? What can we give uh, of ourselves that is going to make that a reality? I'm so glad that Sky Jedi came up with this idea. You know, it's not going to be about getting rid of, you know, quote unquote, the garbage decks in your collection. It's going to be going and finding things that would be interesting for people to play. I can think of a ton of decks off the top of my head that I haven't played in ages, but that were fun, interesting decks that I don't mind getting rid of or at least like giving out to the community because there's a part of me that goes, you know, if this is enough to hook somebody on KeyForge, that's that's easily worth you know it leaving my collection and going into somebody else's hands uh so you know just uh keep keep ears open for this and it's just an initiative that i applaud so much because there's nothing that i would love to see more than continued growth and success for the KeyForge community especially through these trying times
0: Mm -hmm, yep that's right and when we do get irl playback uh you're basically increasing your own player base so when that happens that's going to be a healthier state than maybe even before the pandemic if we can really make this work and a nice thing will be is uh let your LGS know that, hey, let them know, we'll keep you updated when we start getting in-store events again. And uh, just follow up with your LGS and find out how those are going. Maybe just give uh, six bundles to start with and see what's left and who uh, was interested. And if anyone came back and bought product as a result, uh, just kind of keep tabs. uh, Don't just let it go there. If you're really interested in growing your community, follow up and find out how things are progressing.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Speaking of giving, and speaking of Sky Jedi, let's take a little moment to think about how all the folks involved with bringing the uh, Crucible online to you have been so giving to the KeyForge community—giving of their time, giving of their efforts, giving of their knowledge, ability—all um, things that are like that's 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 a considerable resource that has gone into the creation of the Crucible online for the purposes of KeyForge, and it is the greatest gift that has ever been given to the game of Key forge because as folks who listen to this podcast know and as is general knowledge there is no endorsement or support from ffg or from the Keyforge designers for the crucible online it has always been a grassroots endeavor and always been given to the community by the community so the folks uh, who are responsible for it you know i i couldn't name them all by name i know luke i know my buddy arthur uh, various other folks who've been involved
0: cryogen he's the the true originator of Of the crucible online. So shout out to him for, for basically taking that initiative and, and running with it. And then, you know, everyone else coming on to make sure that it is something that is truly successful.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is almost like it almost the fact that you know I I can't just name fifty people off of the head uh, is almost plays into the fact that it's been such like a giving effort because it's never been about personal glory for these folks. It's always been about creating a place for KeyForge to be played. And I'll you know be completely honest. I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again so many times. I would never have gotten into KeyForge without the Crucible. I would have never thought of, okay, I'm going to pick up this game and then, you know, maybe I'll try out an event or see if I can find a local group. The Crucible was instrumental in me learning the game deciding i liked the game and then being able to like work up the confidence to actually go and play an irl event and you know as as we well know through all of you know what's going on in the world right now the crucible has kept keyforge going it's given us all like the ability to play keyforge i played games today at lunch i try and play a game every single day some days i'll play for a couple hours some days it's just one quick round but the crucible makes that happen This is one of the times that I'm going to remind you that if you are not supporting The Crucible on Patreon, you absolutely should be because, you know, it it is a non-zero amount of money that goes into maintaining The Crucible as a resource for all of us. And so any money that you put into The Crucible goes back into The Crucible. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind. Um, With that said... Uh, I, I just love the fact that, uh, you know, they've been constantly doing updates lately. There's been tons of cool little graphical updates. Did you notice that there's a Christmas theme on the crucible now, Blake?
0: I did. I noticed that the other day. It was really fun.
1: On the card backs. That's something that I don't think we'd seen before. Did they do one at Halloween? I don't remember. Yeah, they did. They did,
0: they did uh, yeah. like a jack-o'-lantern type thing
1: yeah but I mean just the fact that you know they took on the challenge when the new set was announced in coming up with ways to integrate the new mechanics that everybody was so worried there would be absolutely no way to work them in and they figured out a way that has worked absolutely perfectly you know we were so mm-hmm. concerned that you know there would just be oh no you know this is going to be like AOA all over again mass mutation just won't have you know uh, it'll, it'll linger because there isn't any TCO play and they managed to get it up basically on the day of release it was absolutely incredible that's just the kind of dedication that the folks who are involved with the making and the maintenance of TCO have so an enormous shout out to all of the folks that we've already mentioned and to anybody whose names we don't know we salute you for your efforts and I know both Blake and I are supporters of yours on Patreon and I would absolutely love to see other people get in on that train just because it's such a terrific resource for this community indeed Moving on to other wonderful gifts given to the community, let's talk a little bit about Archon Arcana. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Have you seen Archon Arcana recently, Blake? Have you looked it up uh, very recently since they got their big graphical upgrade?
0: No, I don't think I have. I liked it on my phone, and I didn't notice a a huge change when I did that actually earlier today. If
1: you head on over to their front page, um, they've got a bunch of new graphics. It's just a very slick, very cool-looking website, and everything is very easy to find on it right now. If you're not familiar, Archon Arcana is just a clearinghouse of Keyforge information, and I use it for almost every episode we record of this podcast. So... Uh, amongst the things that are provided to the community by Arkhan Arcana. They've got a terrific new player guide, essentially a fact that answers all the most commonly answered questions about Keyforge. It's got the card gallery that has a very smart search engine in it that allows you to filter and search by rarity, by house, by set, and any combination thereof including sections for spoilers, alternate art, um, alternate card art, revised cards, errata, and other things like that which is super useful just because so much of this information if nobody's archiving it just ends up being sort of a general like cloud of info out there that you have to rely on people to remember accurately so they've been so good at maintaining that kind of record keeping for us additionally they have sections on rules as well as rulings and tournament rules which are super helpful one of the things that i saw the moment that i got there today is that uh they have a calendar that shows you all the interesting things that have happened in KeyForge every single month and today there was a December 17th, Keyforge developer Aaron Haldham answers over 30 outstanding rules questions, which are now reflected on the card pages of the wiki. So literally, they took, and if you click on the link that's here, it's just an email that they got from this particular uh, Keyforge developer. They took it, they broke it down to make it clear what every single one of the rulings was, and then added it to the actual card page for that card on Con Arcana, which means that now, if there's ever a question of how a card plays, and you're not sure there's a great one-stop place for you to go check it out, and that is Archon Arcana. That's not even talking about the fact that they keep records of tournaments, who's won tournaments, what deck they were playing, all the kinds of information that I know is catnip for you and myself, Blake, because we're the kind of people who, you know, as much as we love Keyforge, can't remember literally everything. And so being able to go to a website and find that stuff is so profoundly useful.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, even looking at this, like they have this great thing, the new player guide, uh, just to k- quick peruse over that, which I'm sure is a big part of Project Reforge, which answers a lot of great questions, like some I wouldn't even think about, but it's it's fantastic. It's, it's such a great resource. And I, I, like you said, you and I utilize it um, like crucially to be able to execute this podcast at times at a very high level that makes it a lot easier and efficient for us to talk about things.
1: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So uh, uh, an enormous shout out to all the folks responsible for Arcana Arcana. There has been other websites that have been maintained with uh, KeyForge information, but this is the one that I especially wanted to highlight here just because it's the one that I I use myself personally every single day. But that's not to say that anybody else producing this kind of comment, producing a blog that has information or essays, um, you know, just making random posts with discoveries or with questions or with information on Twitter or on Reddit, doesn't get equal thanks from us because that's the kind of interaction that you and I, I think, love to see because it shows an investment in the game. It's not just about, you know, oh, uh, I want to play to win, or I only care about the game in so far as, uh, you know, me sitting down to play it. It's people who think about the game and then invest themselves into the game so much that they create websites, essays, uh, YouTube content, you know, speaking to you, Blake, as one of the people who does just that, right? Like that's not just for your own personal gratification. That's a gift to the community that you offer.
0: It's fun to do too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the last things that we want to talk about today is a website that you and I have talked about a lot over the years, um, and oftentimes I feel like occasionally um, when we talk about it, it's very easy to focus on the things that sort of – I wouldn't say negative, but the quists about the thing, um, we had a conversation about, and some of you will probably have figured out what I'm talking about by now. Um, uh, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago where we talked specifically about rating systems, and we talked about, you know, w- what it was about rating systems that you know specifically we were interested in, and what was good about them and what was bad about them. But I, I honestly have to say that you know, uh, as much as I love TCO and as much as I love Archon Arcana, I, I equally love Decks of Keyforge and the service that it has. provided. to this community one because it has the widely accepted rating system the SAS system that gives us you know an absolute way of at least agreeing what we're talking about oftentimes whether we agree with a rating or not you and I can still agree on you know 78 is 78 65 is 65 and then we can debate about you know what that rating might actually mean in reality but it's still like a arbiter of those things for the purposes of having those conversations. Secondarily, there is no Keyforge secondary market without decks of Keyforge. Um, I know a lot of people buy in other venues, people buy and sell on eBay, people buy and sell on uh, uh, Facebook, but all of those listings either you know, in other marketplaces always use SAS and oftentimes point to the decks of Keyforge listing. So not only buying and selling on that platform, but actually using that platform's tools to make buying and selling a reality.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's a very good point. We also can't forget to talk about the communities that have built up and support The that create a virtual space in which people can connect. And of course, I'm talking about all the discords out there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the Sanctimonious Discord is uh, very much the thriving space in which people go together to have uh, different discussions and heated debates. And there's the Keyforge Lounge and uh, all the other ones in between those two that uh, people identify with, find tournaments and get ways to have organized play in terms of an online sense, especially during this pandemic time that's where people have been getting to still have their uh quote-unquote organized play and then we've had the emergence of these high-level tournaments now starting to come up so that we the the high-level plays even at a higher level because there's now prizes that people are interested in of course we're talking about the KeyForge premier league we've had the glorious U, and there's the coat tournaments that happen regularly so uh, we need to also thank everyone who's been contributing that to put in the time and effort because organizing a tournament is no small feat
1: mhm absolutely that's a huge thing and you know last and certainly not least a topic that is close to both yours and my hearts um people who go out there and they make keyforge podcasts um you know we've seen a lot of keyforge podcasts come we've seen a lot of keyforge podcasts go just because a podcast is over does not mean that we do not applaud what they have offered to the community. So I would love to send a huge shout out to the folks from Bouncing Death Quark, to our friends at Call of Discovery, to our friends at Sanctimonious, to anybody else who's ever sat behind a microphone because they were so excited about Keyforge that they just had to share that, had to share their thoughts, their ideas, their jokes, their opinions. Those are all things that I treasure because it shows people have the same investment in the game that I do. Obviously, as a person who makes a Keyforge podcast and has been on, how many episodes have we done now, Blake? Sake.
0: this is episode 84
1: that seems insane i can't believe we're at episode 84 already uh, it feels- not only that
0: how about the fact that we're on episode 84 and we haven't missed a week yet since we yeah, started
1: that's a huge thing for me i love consistency me when too. it comes to this thing but Like I was saying, if anybody has ever produced that kind of uh, content, be it a short run of podcasts like the good folks at Bouncing Death Quark or be it people who sit down and have a podcast that comes out every week, an enormous thank you to you because it helps give me hope that there are people within this community who are invested beyond just the pure, I want to play in tournaments and win or I just want to sit down and play the game, you know, uh, as a thing on my desktop, on my lunch break or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that stuff. But as a person who's very invested in the game i love to see other people who have that same investment that i do
0: yeah shout out to uh, archon's corner and the wookiee because i know that is one of the ways that i got into the game and really showed me about it and i know they're still going strong i i feel like uh us call of discovery and them are the the big ones that have somehow uh managed to not allow the pandemic to sway them and i know there's other people out there who are emerging and doing their own thing. And we appreciate all of you for, for creating it. Um, unfortunately, time and the lack of commuting to a job place has created me to not be able to listen to as many podcasts as I used to. But uh, I know that it's a great resource for a lot of people who still want to enjoy the game and digest content in many different forms.
1: Mhm. Content is king on the internet and I'm so thankful to anybody who takes the time to either make or just consume Keyforge content because I think that offers so much the community offers so much to the game. Cannot End this episode. Oh, whoa,
0: hold up, Alex. You, I'm, I'm a little offended right now. You, we didn't even take the time to thank the streamers out there, and I am a streamer. Oh. So, what a faux pas by you, sir! What a faux pas. Well,
1: I was gonna do making a me bit. feel like
0: the Grinch over here.
1: I was going to do a bit where I said, if we neglected to mention you, it's not out of a lack of love. It's literally the fact that, you know, uh, it's a busy time of year uh, and we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants uh, in case you couldn't tell already. But, uh, you know, why don't we give a, a quick shout out to every streamer out there. Blake, this is your wheelhouse. I've loved watching your streams, your discussion of the game as it's being played offers so much to new players because it's not just a matter of getting advice in a written article. It's seeing a game as it's being played. And win or lose, there's so much you can learn from listening to somebody who plays the game at your level, you know, what you have to say about each thing that you do, plus the fact that folks get to see all kinds of different decks, combinations, and cards that they might not have in their own personal collection.
0: Yeah, and I gotta give a shout out to to Mortavis, of course, who's a, a great streamer as well. And of course, we can't forget the the gents at Tabletop Royale because they're they're the ones who are actually streaming IRL games. On Twitch, which most people are doing through TCO, but they have that uh, great fact that they're two roommates who are able to actually have a love for the game and have great knowledge and pedigree in the game, so they can actually share things on a much higher level and show it in a uh, an IRL way. So that's that's just a fantastic little extra thing that they have, and I always appreciate Nathan's support and the knowledge and information that they impart as they play as well. It's really fantastic to see
1: absolutely terrific so like i was just saying if we did not mention you it is not out of a lack of love um you know uh, and if you have anything that you're interested in letting us know about um hit us up on our socials we'll talk about it at the very end of the episode but before we get to that cannot end an episode of help from future self without the titular segment this one is called help
0: from help future self i
1: got one for us this week blake um and it fits in very well i think with the topic of our podcast this week which is If you feel frustrated about Keyforge, if you feel down about Keyforge, if you look at your pile of decks, uh, and you say, what am I even going to do with all of these? If you wonder when you're going to get to play again, if you're wondering about, you know, what the future of the game is, now is the time for you to invest yourself into the game more. Um, Find out about Project Reforge and get involved with that. Contact people at your local stores. Maybe if they're not open for organized play, it could still be a thing where you drop off decks that they could give out free to people who order a product or people who are interested in getting in the game. Many places are still open as retail establishments, even if they can't host events anymore. Um... You know, consider getting involved in some of the discords. Consider getting involved in some of the communities. I myself occasionally have moments where I look at KeyForge and I go like, "Geez, like, what's going on with the game right now?" I don't even know. I try to keep things always positive on this podcast because I think that that's a thing that you know it helps me to stay excited about the game. But that's kind of the point I'm making here. Sometimes if you're not sure about things, if you're not feeling super excited, it's just time to invest a little bit of yourself into that and find what it was about Keyforge that drew you in in the first place. And sometimes giving back to the community either by giving away decks, by interacting with other folks, by offering to teach people the game, just by offering your perspective is oftentimes a way that you can start to feel really good about the game and feel good about your involvement with it again.
0: Yeah, You amen. can find
1: us on Twitter at podcast. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and on The Crucible as Scuzzy Gruen. Where can they find you, Blake? And what have you got going on?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Boulevard Paper Fight. That's B-L-V-D Paper Fight. And you can find me on TCO and Twitch under the handle Boulevard Blake. That's B-L-V-D Blake. And I'm uh, wrapping up my... Keyforge Advent Calendar, which is making me really sad. This has been such a fun project to do second year running. It is 100% going to be a tradition for me. I absolutely love it. It's so much fun to look at decks in a different way and actually play every deck I've opened. That's been definitely the mantra for this year is every deck that's opened gets played. And I got to say, it's been a great thing to do. It gives you new insight, gives you new perspective, and you can at least say you've played every deck you own before you've decided to uh, put it out to pasture. I love it.
1: Well, if you celebrate Christmas, a Merry Christmas to you. If you celebrate any other holiday, be it Kwanzaa uh, or anything else, uh, uh, we wish you the happiest holiday um, uh, that you can have under these trying circumstances. We will see you again next week for a little year-end wrap-up episode as we go into the end of 2020. Until then, stay full.